a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Dixie State University is changing its name to Utah Tech University. Some people are saying this is just a grand rebranding campaign. But is it something more? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as I mentioned, Dixie State University is officially changing its name to Utah Tech University. And uh, this is not a branding exercise. This is something way deeper and way more important than that. And we're really grateful to have joining us in the studio today, President Richard Biff Williams, uh, president of Dixie State University, soon to be Utah Tech University, and uh, Dr. Jordan Sharp, communications director. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Uh, President, let me start with you. Uh, Some people say, hey, is this just about new T-shirts, new hats, new logos? Uh, Tell us what this is really all about. No, this is really about embracing the the mission of the university that we have been focused on for the last decade. We've, you know, when we became a university in 2013, we really wanted to serve our community. So we asked all the businesses and locals of, you know, what does this university need to look like? And they said, you know, we need our students to have degree programs uh, so they can stay here because most of their sons and daughters would come for two years and then they would go off to another university. And then the businesses were saying, you're not producing the workforce. And so we honed in on looking, uh, going deep in STEM, looking at tech, engineering, healthcare. And so we've been working on this polytechnic mission for about a decade. Yeah, and I think that's such an, an important thing. And uh, Jordan, you you get to manage a lot of this communication stuff and how this all rolls out. I, I feel your pain in so many <laughs> ways. Uh, but one of the things that uh, has really struck me in this whole process, watching this and so much of this took place far away from cameras and microphones uh, with just a lot of relationships and, and communication. But to me, this is really the ultimate way to honor uh, the legacy of this institution, that pioneering spirit, uh, the pioneers uh, down in southern Utah, they knew if something was no longer useful, helpful, or getting them towards accomplishing their mission, you got to discard it and you got to get something better and different. Uh, tell us how that process played out and how that is part of this mission that the president just described. You know, we couldn't have said it better. Um, a brand, when you're rebranding, uh, you're not coming up with a new brand. You're trying to discover who you are, mm. and and maybe you may need to make some shifts. And you're exactly right. When we redid the athletics just a few years ago, uh, the one that emerged was Trailblazers because it found that grit, that sacrifice of the the pioneers who came down and that fit, and that's worked really well. So when you look at this, when you look at technology, is this being the next frontier? Right of of pioneers, of innovators, of business leaders, of in, in medicine, in arts, you name it. Technology is taking over everything, and so with that same grit and sacrifice, that's where this mission came from. And I, you hit a good point because one of the it's a double edged sword because this has been difficult because the Dixie spirit is so important to us and and that heritage. Yeah. But but we are looking at it the same way you are. 
this is what the pioneers would have said. They said, you know what? There's a better way. There's a better way for our students. There's a better way for those to be more inclusive and to open up this great territory to, to make the world a better place. And this brand is really going back to them and honoring them in a way that we, we couldn't otherwise do. And yeah. we're passionate about that. I love that. And, uh, President, I want to dig in a little bit in terms of what you mentioned in terms of that uh, really alignment to principle, that alignment to mission. Uh, I'm one of those guys who believes culture eats strategy for breakfast. Uh, and this is about the culture uh, at Utah Tech. And uh, because it's not just about southern Utah anymore, it's not even regional. This has a national implication in terms of the vision, this trailblazing spirit of where you're headed next. Tell us about that. Well, when we looked at what we wanted to do, we wanted to serve our community. And so as we, as I mentioned before, when we talked to business leaders, we asked them, what are the specific programs? So over the last seven years, we've added over 160 academic programs. And those have been focused on decreasing those workforce shortages. Simultaneously, we were looking at the students and what will serve them best. And our faculty came up with an active learning, active life motto, mm-hmm. where it's not about going in and being lectured to and then regurgitating. It's about having internships and externships and real life experiences within the classroom. And that's really what the polytechnic model is. Most people say Utah Tech University, it's only tech programs. It's much broader than that. It's that hands-on learning, being career ready when you're... um, when you're completing your program, it's uh, having those opportunities to to really be a professional soon as you step foot into that career door. Yeah, and it really does create this. Uh, I love that active learning, active life uh, that does uh, fit so well. Uh, and I do think it's something that is uh, a real differentiator uh, that will be, I think, moving forward in terms of this isn't just classroom learning. This isn't just passive learning. Uh, you know, the most important skills they're going to pick up are learning how to learn and learning to love learning. Uh, and Jordan, I'll go to you in terms of, you know, how, how does that manifest? Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, how does that fit into the culture and, and what's next? Yeah, so it's, it's fun for us to start to message that, right? This is more than, an, like you said, a name change or a rebrand. You know, the reason this is so emotional for people is um, these moments on a college campus are, are changing. They're, they 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 find their spouses, their partners, their business partners, their passions, and it all happens. And so that's why everybody ties those experiences to these logos and to yeah. these names. It's very, very important to people. And so we're excited to now not maybe set aside the discussion about a name itself and say, you know what, what is this institution going to do for you? How's it going to change your life? How is it going to elevate you? And how are you going to then elevate society and, and the world? And so that's where I'm excited is to kind of maybe not talk about the name so much yeah. and talk about this institution. I mean, how many institutions in the world have we in the last seven years, we've doubled enrollment, doubled our facilities, 160 programs, fastest growing city in the United States. Mm-hmm. There is a, a momentum and an excitement and enthusiasm. When you look at these other big cities uh, that we will be the size of. They have four, five, six, seven universities. We have one in the fastest growth. So we feel a lot of pressure that we have to service these, these industries coming in. There's so much, like you said, there's so much more to this. And we're excited to tell that. Yeah, fantastic. I'm going to pull in our friend Scott Howell, who's been uh, shepherding a few things along here and, and part of this whole process. Scott, as you've been able to watch this uh, play out over the last year plus, uh, again, this is not uh, uh, an unveiling. This uh, has been a, a trailblazing process. Uh, what have you seen in that? Well, amazing, uh, super talent leading the initiatives to make change. Sure you're on. There we go. 
I should know my own board by now. There we go. There we go. There's the magic button right there. <laughs> well, thanks, boy, and thanks for uh, having me on with this illustrious group. It's really a pleasure for me to be able to help them and work with them. You know, I, I owe a lot to Dixie. I played football down there, and yeah. they paid for my education, and they gave me a job to hand out towels. It was the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. I was like, wow, really? I get all this? <laughs> only in America. Yeah, only in America. <laughs> you get no, I, but I also had an African-American as my roommate. Mm. And uh, his name was Lynn Lanier, and we've reconnected throughout this Dixie process, and I had no idea of the harm that he felt and the insecurity felt while we were athletes down there. And so for me personally, I think this is a great day of edification for the citizens of state of Utah, especially for southern Utah, where we, whether you say it was racist or not, that's how the world perceived what was going on in name and all of that. And I like so much what you said about the pioneers, because truly, if they were here today, they would say, you know what, it's time to make a change on this. Yeah, absolutely. And President, I'm going to give you the last word. Uh, because we know in institutions, uh, it's not about what was or what is. It's always about what's next. Uh, right. What should we all be watching for next for Utah Tech? Well, as you'll see, we'll have tremendous growth in our areas. And Dr. Sharp mentioned we're going to be the size of Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Kansas City. And so what you'll see next is a, a university that keeps trying to meet the needs of the students. We'll keep adding programs. Uh, it's been miraculous how many programs we've added now. You'll see that we'll be driving the, the economic, the economy in that area. Um, we're going to be the, the founder of that because we need to produce the workforce. And so we'll continue to be engaged in our community. We'll uh, continue to be on a state stage, but also a national and international stage. Yeah, love that. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, President Williams and uh, Dr. Sharp, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for jumping in, Scott. And uh, as we uh, wrap that up again, I think this is so important. This is a institution uh, that is not just managing and muddling through. They are on the move. That trailblazing spirit is there. And this name reflects the principles, the values, the mission and vision uh, of where this comes. This is an institution to keep your eye on in the weeks and months ahead. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.